to the Guns and Yoga podcast. My name is Wendy Hummel. Today's microcast is inspired by my belief that organizational wellness should be at the forefront of the public safety conversation. Lately, I have been paying attention to what many of our local politicians in Wichita, Kansas are saying on the topic of public safety, in particular, the conversation surrounding staffing shortages. It's a priority topic this campaign season, and I have heard higher pay, Recruiting and retention mentioned quite a bit. Competing for qualified applicants is a trend we see across the nation, and it's no different for us in Kansas. While you'll never hear me argue that cops, firefighters, detention deputies, paramedics, or dispatchers shouldn't get a raise, this is just one component of a multifaceted problem. The landscape for public safety has changed over the past several years. COVID and rallying cries for police reform and defunding the police in response to police shootings and high-profile cases such as George Floyd in May 2020 impacted law enforcement in particular across the nation. On January 6, 2021, protesters stormed the Capitol and many of the officers working that day were injured. Some lost their lives. One of the officers who died by suicide was Jeff Smith, a DC Metro police officer, the first suicide death to be classified as a line of duty death and eligible for benefits from the Public Safety Officers Benefits Program, or PSOB. Legislation to include suicides was enacted in August of 2022, and we have data that tells us that suicide is the leading cause of death amongst law enforcement. We've only begun to track this data in the past decade, so the numbers are likely higher than we know, but not just for cops, for other public safety professionals as well. My purpose in doing this work has always been and continues to be to support those doing the job. This has primarily been done on the grassroots level, working with recruits, agency members, and other public safety professionals. But recently, I have felt called to go a step further, to do more to educate not just those within the agency, but the public at large and those we vote into office that have the potential to have a bigger impact. This is partially inspired by a program that I've been a part of this fall called Leadership Wichita. The program is under the umbrella of the local Chamber of Commerce and is geared towards aspiring community leaders. It offers insights into local government, economic development, media, education, and public safety. The idea is to expose and connect our future leaders. A few years back, I visited with the Nashville Police Department's wellness unit as we were building our wellness program here. One of the deputy chiefs I met with told me something that I will never forget. He said that you can tell what an agency values by where they put their resources. Wellness can't be put in a silo. Wellness can't be a box that we check or a collateral duty assigned to an already overtasked personnel. The future of law enforcement and public safety must include a full-scale wellness initiative. We have the evidence to back up that first responders are more at risk for mental, physical, and emotional issues as a result of the work that we do. But research also suggests operational and organizational stressors are a factor. My call to action is for community leaders and politicians to recognize that we must invest in those doing the work. While we need to recruit, we absolutely must focus on not just retaining those workers that we have, 
but going a step further and supporting their mental, emotional, and physical health so that they want to stay and thrive in all areas of their life. A lofty goal, I know, but I have seen too many of my friends and coworkers suffer due to stigma, lack of agency support, or lack of knowledge and limited access to resources. In a report done by Lexapol called Stressed and Short-Staffed, Challenges Facing First Responders and the Impact on Community Safety, in which they surveyed close to 10,000 police, fire, and EMS workers. The results weren't surprising to those of us that are in the trenches, but we need to make sure that this gets in front of our community leaders as well. Here are some of the data from the report, and I'll include the link in the show notes. 94% of firefighters have experienced staffing challenges in the past year. 87% of police officers work in departments that are not fully staffed based on authorized staffing numbers. 86% of EMS professionals say that their departments have experienced staffing challenges in the past three years. 45% of police officers report that their time off requests are being denied more often. 67% of firefighters and 51% of EMS professionals said their stress level is negatively impacting other aspects of their health. 68% of police officers are more concerned about on-duty safety due to short staffing. 50% of police officers and 54% of EMS professionals plan to leave their jobs in the next five years. In order to get off the hamster wheel of low staffing, mandatory overtime, chronic stress, poor lifestyle habits, which leads to diminished efficiency and quality of services, we need to do better. We need full-scale organizational wellness programming. Of course, we need to recruit and pay a competitive wage, but keeping people healthy and cared for so that they want to stay until retirement must be considered as well. Often the first responder culture is referred to as toxic or having low morale. I've used these terms myself and I retired from a career that I loved sooner than I planned because of it, but we absolutely all must do better. This is a systemic issue and not an easy fix. It warrants a systems overhaul and embedding wellness into the ethos of agencies takes collaboration and trust. I believe educating external stakeholders, such as our local elected officials, community leaders, and citizens is something that we need to consider. Something often said in the first responder wellness space is, if it's predictable, it's preventable. If we want to attract and retain cops and other public safety professionals, organizational wellness should no longer be an option, but a priority. If you found value in this episode, I ask that you share it with someone and subscribe. If you'd like to win a Guns and Yoga hat, subscribe at the link in the show notes. The winner will be announced on October 31st. And remember, we are better together. <laughs>